When I'm not hosting this podcast, I am writing books, but it is really hard for me to write when I'm at home, so I like to find remote cabins in the middle of nowhere to just hang out and write. But I hate the idea of my house just sitting empty, doing nothing but collecting dust and definitely not collecting checks. And that's why I'm an Airbnb host. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. Other popular side hustles are awesome too, don't get me wrong, but they often involve big startup costs. By hosting your space, you're monetizing what you already have access to. It doesn't get easier than that. And if you're new to the side hustle game and you're anxious about getting started, don't worry because you're not in this alone. Airbnb makes it super easy to host. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth a lot more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com host. Hey guys, are you ready for some money rehab? Wall Street has been completely upended by an unlikely player, GameStop. And should I have a 401k? But you I've don't do it? No, I never. Girl. You think the whole world revolves around you and your money? Well, it doesn't. Charge for wasting our time. I will take a check. Like a old You recognize her from anchoring on CNN, CNBC, and Bloomberg. The only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand. The cold lapin. In episode 29, we heard from my accountant about the perks of starting a side hustle. According to him, everyone should be a small business owner. So were you convinced? Liam was and wanted to get started. Nicole, thanks so much for taking my, uh, my question. I listened to the episode on the benefits of starting your own business, and I'm totally sold. I want to get started, but I'm not really sure what I want to do for my business. I have a couple hobbies. Um, I've done a lot of graphic design in the past. I'm also, I've been dabbling with carpentry and woodwork, but I'm not sure which idea I should pursue. The other thing is I have a full-time job, so I don't have a lot of time for a full-blown side hustle, but I'm looking to make a change and I'd love uh, your input on it. Thank you. Yes, Liam, I am sold on the idea of side hustles too. I am actually working on an episode all about streams of income, but the short story is money rehabbers should absolutely have more than one stream of income. If you're playing the side hustle game just for money, more power to you, my friend. But you just want to make sure that you're leveraging a skill that's really marketable, because if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. That sense, S-E-N-S-E, of course. But let's be real. Money rehabbers aren't motivated by money alone. With a side hustle, you can supplement your paycheck while also developing the talents that don't necessarily get a lot of play in your 9 to 5. Committing to a side hustle can be the kick in the butt you need to develop a skill that you're really passionate about. So Liam, maybe deciding to start your business pushes you to take an expert-level class on graphic design. Or maybe it gives you the vote of confidence you need to make a little space in your garage for a wood shop. But before you get too excited about the potential of earning more cash, remember, it's money you have to hustle for. Hence the name Side Hustle. A side hustle doesn't just give, it also takes. You will likely have to give up binge watching on Netflix, at least a little bit. And you will often have to be the last to get to the bar with your friends, and often the first to leave. But while the struggle of the hustle is real, so is the upside, and will potentially lead to more reward than you ever imagined. 
I'm speaking from personal experience here. When I was a news anchor, I started a production company as my side hustle. While I was doing both jobs, I had to put a lot of other things on the back burner. But if I could go back, I would obviously do it all over again. Working for myself was more rewarding than any job I had ever had before. In fact, after almost 18 months of juggling both jobs, I made my production company side hustle my full-time hustle and career and never looked back. So let's get started. Whoever said good things happen to people who wait did not have a side hustle or at least didn't have a successful one. The best way to get started is to quit talking and start doing. Here are the three steps to transform your hobby into a jobby. Step one. List the possibilities. If you're like Liam, you might have more than one hobby that gets your hustle juices flowing. To help decide which path to take, focus on the hobbies that fit the following criteria. You're really good at it, it's a service or product that fills a void in the market, and you can realistically make money at it. You want your jobby contenders to meet those three criteria, but list everything that meets that criteria. Yes, money rehabbers, it's time to make another list. Do you like dancing? Put it on the list. Do you like talking on the phone? Put it on the list. Are you a beer connoisseur? Put it on the list. Don't hold back. Start with the whole shebang because in these next two steps, we're going to narrow the list down based on payoff potential. Now that we have your list of hobbies, we can move to step two. Is it worth your time? As you're looking at your list of hobbies, ask yourself, how much time do you have for your side hustle? And can you realistically stick to a self-imposed schedule while also having a full-time hustle? Tackling your side hustle after a busy day at work is going to require a lot of discipline. Look at the list of hobbies you made and now analyze the time you can devote to that hustle. Remember, your availability might be different for different hobbies because some jobs you can do on your own at night while others have to be client-facing and need to happen during traditional work hours or require transportation that will eat into your available time and week. Now on to step three. What's the ROI? The ROI, or return on investment, is the measurement of how much money you can get back from the money you put down. So, as you look over your list of hobbies and the amount of time you can put in, also think about what your initial investment will be in order to kickstart your business. Will you need equipment? Will you need a training course? Money to establish an LLC or whatever entity you choose? I'll give you an example. I had a client who was once deciding between pursuing a side hustle as a copy editor or as a makeup artist. She had six hours a week for her side hustle, and with the copy editing, she could make $50 an hour, and as a makeup artist, she could make $80 an hour. But as a makeup artist, she would have to see clients in person, of course, so the six hours she had set aside for her side hustle, she had to shave off some of that time to account for travel and setup. In other words, she lost some potential earning potential. Next, she took a very close look at step three and the ROI. She had just gotten a new computer, so she was all set up for copy editing. But to be a makeup artist, she needed to put down about 500 bucks for makeup, brushes, a new carrying case, all that jazz. She was looking to start making profit quickly. So based on her analysis, copy editing had better earning potential for her then and there. 
So Liam, in order to make your jobby decision, I want you to make your list and go through these three steps. Decide how much time you have for your side hustle, what the startup costs are going to be for graphic design and carpentry, and how quickly you'd like to make your initial investment back. For today's tip, you can take straight to the bank. If you are looking for a jobby, you have to make money. If you're not making money from this thing after a year, my friend, it is a hobby. And by the way, a hobby is cool. If you want to make cupcakes for your friends and not ever have to worry about sourcing flour or doing accounting or being the janitor because you have to be all the jobs when you start a business, then just call it that. It can be a hobby without being a jobby, but you have to be really real about it. So once you figure out what that is, don't forget to slip into the DMs and tell us about it at Money Rehab Show on Instagram. If you do happen to have a hobby that includes cupcakes, you can also DM us for our address and send them over. I happen to not really like chocolate, actually. So Vanilla, please, and thank you. Money Rehab is a production of iHeartMedia. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Our producers are Morgan Lavoie and Catherine Law. Money Rehab is edited and engineered by Brandon Dickert with help from Josh Fisher. Executive producers are Mangash Hatikader and Will Pearson. Huge thanks to the OG Money Rehab supervising producer, Michelle Lands, for her pre-production and development work. And as always, thanks to you for finally investing in yourself so that you can get it together and get it all. You spend the money, money, money. You spend-